0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, uh, listeners, followers of the Kick-Out Crew. This is Adam from Bama with an exclusive interview with the man, the myth, and the legend, the castaway, Commander There, How you doing tonight, brother?
1: I'm doing well, Adam from Bama. My good, longtime personal friend for, gosh, probably close to two and a half decades now. I'm doing pretty good. Um, having a cup of chamomile vanilla tea. Uh, ready to chit-chat about some uh, game-changer wrestling coming to Alabama for the first time ever this Saturday and Sunday in Huntsville at the Von Braun Civic Center, and on Sunday in Florence, Alabama at Singing River Brewery for New South versus GCW. How are you doing, buddy?
0: Ah, oh, man, I was a long day at work today. You know, we, we tried this yesterday, peek behind the curtain, and uh, your boy here somehow or another messed up the recording, so... I figured we'd try this again tonight. So, but did, on, you,
1: did you, did you adjust your rabbit ears on your modem tonight? So we'll be doing pretty good.
0: Oh, I'm just glad the message, uh, the message in the bottle. I see you made it in time because I was worried you wouldn't get it till after you match this weekend.
1: <laughs> well, we, uh, we put it on priority. <laughs> priority.
0: priority. How do you prior, how do you put priority mailing
1: message in the bottle? Uh, you you find the rock current.
0: <laughs> oh, that's an, that's another podcast. I got I definitely got to check out that one. But uh, you know I, I hate to start it on the negative on the negative thing, but we know we just found out. Unfortunately, you know I, I hate to even mention it because such an amazing tag team. We just found out Mr. Jay Briscoe tragically passed away in a car wreck, thirty eight years old. And man, that hits home because I'm 38 and it's, and I, just, it's I,
1: great. I, yeah. I, yeah. I turned 38, uh, in March. So it's, that's way too young.
0: Yeah. I mean, it hits home, man, because it can happen to anybody, anytime. I mean, it just, you can be on top of the world and just, uh, I mean, it, it's unreal how I mean, fast it
1: can were, go. Yeah. We were just talking. We you know I, I had forgotten he was like the current ring of honor tag team champion with his brother Mark. I mean, just recently recaptured it. Um, You know, and, you know, he's got family, of course, and young children and all that. It's just, it's tough because, I mean, it's a very, very similar life to that me and you have, you know. And, um, you know, we were also talking about if we've ever met him. And I had run into the Briscoes uh, working for Ring of Honor on Ring Crew and Streamers. And, you know, he was very nice and respectable to us and, you know, the other People off the streets, you know, help setting up the ring. You know, he showed it us the same respect as people, you know, that he's worked for, work with for years on the roster. So, you know, he had tremendous respect for the wrestling business and you know, people that, you know, even set the ring up were important to him. So that that was really nice.
0: Yeah, you, you mentioned they just won the tag team titles back from FTR. They had an amazing trilogy of matches: um, a, fall, a two out three falls match, a regular you know tag match. And then here recently, a dog collar match, a tag team dog collar match, man. Talk wow, about, I'm... talk about an insane match. All, all three of the matches are good, but that third one, insane, man. And that's when Briscoe's won the titles back.
1: That's going to be for, you know, forever remembered. I mean, that's a match that folks are going to be studying 20, 30 years from now, you know.
0: And that's the crazy thing because, you know, on our regular podcast, I had just recommended that match because we started a new segment to where since out of the group, you know, I've I've had a little bit of experience. You know, Brad will ask me, you know, hey, what is one match out of the month that you would recommend? And that was the match I just recommended last week. And, man, it's just, if you got a chance, whoever listens, anything that Briscoe does is amazing, but anything Briscoe's FTR is banger after banger after banger. So, I just want to take a second just to give him a shout out, man. You know, thoughts and prayers are with him and his family. Absolutely. But, um, you know, I I guess just go ahead and just transition to GCW because I know the Briscoes were part of GCW as well.
1: That's right.
0: Uh, You mentioned they're coming to Huntsville, Alabama this weekend as we record. That's
1: right. It'll be Saturday, right? Right? That's right. Uh, The show starts at 8 p.m. Central Time at Von Braun Civic Center in Huntsville, Alabama uh, for Take a Picture 2. The first and second rows are sold out, but you can get third row and whatever general admission or standing room only tickets are. You can check those out at gcwpicture2.eventbrite.com. Or if you're not close or local enough to make the trek to Alabama this weekend, uh, both GCW uh, Take a Picture and GCW versus New South are both going to be on uh, Fight Plus pay-per-view. And I say that as pay-per-view, but it's more like a subscription service. Where it's 4 dollars a month, and these are pay-per-views that come with that. Very similar to the WWE Network on Peacock, but half price. Uh, you can check out all sorts of uh, independent wrestling content on Fight Plus. We want to thank them for being a partner with uh, Game Changer Wrestling and New South this weekend.
0: I I can't wait to see the show. Me and a couple of my friends are going to be there. Shout out Frank Bruno, you know, real close friend of mine. But um, you know, they haven't meant they haven't mentioned a whole lot of matches. But I want to go ahead and touch on your match first because you have an amazing match coming up, man. Blake Christian, I mean, he's been everywhere lately. So I know y'all have met in the past. So you just want to touch on your match and uh, kind of chat about
1: Blake Christian. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, we face each other before. We've tagged team before. Uh, Blake Christian in 2022 and 2023 is different than the one that I faced in 2019 and tagged with in 2019, you know. He's he was always a next level talent even when I first met him before he blew up. He, well, we were both doing uh, extra work for the WWE and um, you know, he was uh, able to have a practice match before the show and uh even someone like AJ Styles took a moment to watch. And give him feedback whenever he, uh, AJ would come to the uh, the extras locker room. So, you know, he's been on the radar for for a long time, man. And uh, you know, and ever since then, you know, he's been on NXT, AEW, wrestled in Japan, wrestled for GCW, wrestled for New South. Um, so, it, anywhere worth noting, he's most likely wrestled there and killed it. So, uh, he has had quite the negative attitude change in the last few months. Uh, most notably, um, he likes to take people out with a chair and knee them in the head. Uh, he did that to Masha Slamovich after she won the uh, GCW Rumble recently. So he is uh, pretty much, he could be very well the most hated man in GCW. And uh, he's coming to wrestle probably the most beloved wrestler in Alabama, Cabana Mandan Dan in Huntsville. So it's going to be a hostile environment for him. Um, he was already expecting that anyways, but I think it's going to be on another level uh, come Saturday, whenever we're staring off face-to-face in the squared circle. Uh,
0: so, I mean, I, y'all going to tear the house down, I already know, because I, I know your skill set and, you know, him being a young up-and-comer, I know he was Trey Baxter and a little bit of work that he did in WWE. But um, I, I don't see why y'all just don't take the whole show, in my opinion.
1: But um, Oh, Yeah. Oh yeah, and when we faced each other the first time, he had uh, tweaked his ankle the night before against A.R. Fox, so he wasn't at hundred percent, and we still had a banger match. So I expect I expect to top that twofold this Saturday.
0: Oh, shout out to A.R. Fox, man! It's good to see him finally get signed to a, a you know a well-known organization, you know AEW, because that dude he, oh. he he I can't believe he went as long as he did without being signed anywhere.
1: Oh yeah, you know, it's just all about timing and you know he's you know, he's been putting in the work for years and years and years. Trained a lot of fantastic professional wrestlers That's and nice. uh um, now's the time, you know. Um but yeah, dude, uh looking forward to the showcase match at at Game Changer Wrestling. This is like I I've, I've debuted for GCW like in, you know, different roles before whether it was in Joey Janela's uh Spring Break Clusterfuck. Or like at Wombat Wrestling in Tennessee, where it was like a parody tribute to old Southeast territory wrestling. But this is a one-on-one pay-per-view featured match. So, uh, it's going to be a uh, coconuts to the wall. And you know, this is, I mean, I've done a lot of really cool things in a damn near 20 year career in independent wrestling, but this very well could be probably the biggest match. Yeah, today this is going to be the one that probably the most people will, will be watching. So, uh, I'm not going there to, uh, disappoint, win, lose or draw. I guarantee.
0: Well, we've been friends a long time, man. And every time I've seen you in the ring, you've never disappointed. I know my kids are big fans of you. I know they they, they told me one time they were, they caught you working out in the gym and they wouldn't even come up, talk to you because they felt like you were some type of celebrity already. Cause that's how they <laughs> felt towards you, even though they've known self. you all their life.
1: I know it's, it's it's weird. Uh, yeah, no. I, anybody's anybody's free free to talk talk to me at the gym. I, I I'm not a big talker at the gym, but uh I'll acknowledge your presence if you you know say hello because I'm in the zone. That's my church every morning, man.
0: There you go. All right, so um, is there any other matches on the card that you're like really looking forward to seeing? I mean, I know they announced about four or five matches, but um, I know Nick Gage is going to be there. Um Tony Deppin, Adam Priest, you know, good friend. Brother. Maybe. Brother,
1: that's that, that has that has potential to be a sneaky, amazing match, you know. They it's like they have similar styles, but not really. Uh they're both uh excellent technical wrestlers. Um Adam Priest is more of the Southern style technical brawler, but uh he can scrap with just about anybody, one of the most believable dudes in the scene today. Tony Deppin, you know, he's, he's had an upward trajectory for a long, long time and it doesn't ever seem like that slowing down. So this is a match that a lot of people are looking forward to, you know, that, that like that traditional professional wrestling style. This, that this could be it. And they both have bad attitudes and bad tempers. So it'd be interesting to see, uh, who gets pissed off first, <laughs> which, you know, Adam Priest is perpetually pissed off. So
0: he, he walks around with that resting
1: pissed off faith. And and if he gets those chops in, I and mean, if you are ever shaking uh, Adam Priest's hands, that that dude's got to be a brick mason during the day because he's hey. got hand, he's got hands of stone like Ronnie Garvin. He's
0: not Ronnie Garvin Junior. Man, I swear he is.
1: He's almost got the same haircut too.
0: <laughs> I could oh man, the, the spot blonde. Oh, I can see it now.
1: I'm gonna text him. I was like, hey man, grow out grow out a crew cut.
0: <laughs> Die blonde. Uh, so I, I noticed uh, Marco Stunt and Mike Jackson. Jackson, man. You know, Mike Jackson's been doing it a couple of years. You know I mean? You know yeah, him pretty
1: well. I know you do. I, that's that rookie, Mike Jackson. Maybe he'll win Pro Wrestling Illustrated uh, Rookie of the Year. Rookie no, of the Year, there you go. Mike Jackson, man, 73 years old. Got like a 50-year professional wrestling career, man. Something like that. It's crazy. I've, I've had the pleasure of... Uh, working for Mike Jackson, wrestling against Mike Jackson uh, several times in the last year. And uh, every show that I've been on, I try to get some sort of nugget of wrestling knowledge or history from him. And, you know, that's just what you need to do is go talk to the vets. If there's anybody that you need to talk to that's been doing it long enough, it's Mike Jackson. I mean, he's literally wrestled everybody from this weekend. He's going to be wrestling Marco Stunt. This man has wrestled Luthes. So from Marco Stunt to Luthes, he's wrestled everybody in between. So I, I think this will be pretty interesting. Um, the only thing I don't know is if he's going to be able to have, uh, Marco's hand in the Greco-Roman knuckle lock and walk the top rope because of the, you know, the, the height, uh, uh, disadvantage. he might have to there, Or could and an go advantage. to the
0: bottom rope. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> the bottom rope. You said middle rope yesterday. Now you're saying Marco's even shorter now. Come on. Well,
0: man. I, I kind of went back and thought about what I said. I was like, ah, oh, that's still too high. So <laughs> we'll start at the bottom rope and go from there. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and that's, uh, that match going to be amazing, man. Uh, if you haven't seen Mike Jackson wrestle before, um, he's definitely a person I study from, uh, his, uh, junior heavyweight style in the eighties to, to even today, man. Um, uh, he knows how to get people behind him and dude's awesome, dude. If you've never seen, if you've never seen Mike Jackson wrestle at 73, he's going to blow your socks off.
0: It's funny cause we, I just went to impact in Atlanta just this past weekend. And he was in a four-way, six-way match the first night. That was the pay-per-view. And, you know, I would, you could look it up and see who he wrestled for Impact. This coming up week, I'm not going to give any spoilers or nothing, but he had a match with Trey McGill. What? Yeah. Mike Jackson versus Trey McGill.
1: So, Mike, Mike Jackson in the X Division now.
0: I mean, it was for the X Division title, too.
1: Oh, well. well, well Bobby Damned, so he could he he, maybe he's got the exhibition title in his eyes. You You know know, if he shows if he shows off against Marco Stun, he could work his way up and you know maybe we get Mike Jackson versus Nick Gage sometime in
0: 2023. All I'm with
1: the GCW belt.
0: It was a whole lot better match than I was thinking because you know Trent McGill's super fast guy, you know high flyer type of deal. But um, it was a great match and that's all I'm going to say about it. It was really surprised me. Mike Jackson still doing a lot of stuff at 73 years old.
1: Oh yeah.
0: So um, let's see here. I got a few questions.
1: Okay.
0: I several questions actually. Right? Um, if you got a few minutes, you know, I got a couple of fans from the show. Yeah. A couple of guys. From yeah, the we appreciate ask, we ask appreciate
1: questions. that, man. Twitter was blown up with questions, man. You got like a couple. I don't know. I think you got wide rolled paper, about I I still think you got about a page and a half of questions.
0: Oh, right, I got at least <laughs> ten, which, and I write small too, so that's actually real
1: good. Okay. Okay. Well, they, hey, we appreciate all the, uh, the, the questions from Twitter followers. Cause it's always sad whenever you like do an AMA or a Q and A and like nobody responds. It's like, Oh, <laughs> you know, so, so there's nothing you want to ask me. So I appreciate it. So this is, this is good stuff,
0: but it, it seems like every time, you know, like me and you chat, there's always a, a, a negative or I don't want to say a hater or whatnot, but there's always that one negative person that's always got something negative to say. So, uh, is there anything you want to say about that?
1: No, I just let you keep going, man. I just, I just try to go with the flow and positive vibes only. Don't, anime want, anime. don't want
0: to give, don't want to say his name or give him any, any shine.
1: Uh, I mean, it's like Beetlejuice. You say his name and I feel it'll just pop up when it's too late. But hey, you know, shout out Donnie Time. He's got big match this Sunday. He's facing um, Sawyer Wreck. And at that GCW New South show, there's literally nobody. That wants, except he's got one super fan on Twitter. that that everybody else wants Donnie to just get destroyed by Sawyer Wreck. And I think she's more than capable of doing so if you've ever checked her matches out lately. So, um, and I I think that, I think the one Donnie primetime super fan, I think that's a burner account. It's gotta be,
0: you know, it's bad when your cousin Joey wants you to get beat. Your own family, family member is out there hollering. He gets his ass whipped.
1: Yep, 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 because even everybody on the New South roster is fine with New South taking a loss in that match. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's okay. And this isn't the uh, Bragging Rights pay-per-view.
0: Well, you mentioned Sawyer Rick. She's got a big match coming up at the Huntsville show. She uh, has a match with right. Billy Starts.
1: Yeah, this is like a rematch. They just, had a, they just had like a barroom brawl the other day, so there's definitely some animosity uh, you know, that's going to roll over from the KOBK show in Nashville to, to Huntsville. I mean, this is, this will be less than seven days out. And, you know, they, they roughed each other up pretty good, but they're ready for round two, it seems. I'm not sure who won that match, but, uh, we'll see who, we'll see who comes, uh, out the win in this rubber match this Saturday.
0: Right, so, I, you know, I wanted to, you know, go back to the GCW and everything. And I know you've been there a couple of times. So I got a couple of questions about the crowd. Yeah. Um. Let's see here. I forgot to write down who asked, but I know a friend of the show, James Okura, actually one of the hosts of the show of uh, Kick Out her He asked, "Does uh does the GCW crowd, does the crowd's intensity bring you to another level? Like say, if you're at GCW, does that crowd kind of pump you up bigger than a New South or anywhere you know, else you've done done business?"
1: I mean, any hot crowd's going to be a hot crowd. But whenever it's, you know, a New South crowd, you know those people. These are people that you see week in and week out, you know. These are the same folks. You go to, like, a game changer. I mean, you know, they've got fans worldwide. So anytime that they're close by, you're going to meet new people. But you might not know them, but they know you. And it's going to just get you pumped up. If if they're pumped up, I'm pumped up, and I want to be a mirror of that energy, like the same energy that they give me, I want to give that back, and I want to give that energy to Blake Christian. So, fire me up, and I'll fire I'll fire right back. So, and they, they, they'll they're, they'll probably be bloodthirsty, so we'll see we'll see how that goes.
0: See, uh, and I know Blake Christian has a match the very next day after yours, but uh, I just don't if see how he's going to be happening. able to have it.
1: <laughs> it might be, you know, uh, Hunter Drake might be wrestling uh, a guy in a body bag if you know if if he tries to uh, take me out the same way he did with Masha. You know, people are going to jump jump the railing and get him.
0: Oh, me, and Frank will be the first one there. Well, I will be. Frank will cheer me on, but I'll jump up here if I have to. Uh
1: oh, you'll you show him how to do a shooting star hey, press.
0: Hey, I'll dust off the boots, buddy. If I if I can still find them.
1: Oh. I ain't got any to, to lend you.
0: Yeah, I know. So I mean, so I guess that any, any rumor of you wearing boots this weekend is out the window.
1: Yeah, I won't be wearing any boots. Uh, the only boots I ever owned, um, my cat pissed on them. So I threw them away.
0: That was a long time ago too. Cause I remember you had short, uh, shaved head with the boots. Yep. And it's totally Hat, different now. I the boots
1: with the lift. That's what I should have done. Ugly ass ugly-ass boots that I couldn't barely walk in.
0: It's all right, because I never been, you know, the whole time I wrestled, I always feared the, uh, the tights and whatnot, so I couldn't, I didn't have the legs for the tights. So I just, I couldn't, I couldn't do that. So it was to pass them, pass it off, I could, not, 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 not this guy, not this little Alabama boy. So what? Uh, Let's stay on, on the crowd business. I know we had a couple <laughs> of questions on specifically the GCW crowd. So let's see how uh, we, we've heard. I think this is from James O'Connor also. Yep. So James with a couple of questions here. Hey. So we've heard that the GCW crowds can be absolutely insane, especially when Nick Gage or somebody comes out.
1: Mm-hmm. Does that,
0: does that change your mental or physical preparation for the match? Or is there is like, an energized crowd like that bring make you want to bring something special to keep the energy flowing?
1: Oh yeah, I mean that's 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 next level stuff, man. And you just got to not psych yourself out. You're you know you want you want that excitement. It's going to come a little bit of nervousness because this is a big stage, it's a big platform. You know, there's people that would commit felonies to be in the same spots that you know I would be in this weekend. You know, th- you know this is something that a lot of people will work really hard for. You know, this is a, a card with less than ten matches, so that's not a lot of wrestlers. So to be in a featured singles match in a on a card like this, so you know that's, you know that's that's special. So, yeah.
0: So you had mentioned, you know, this match and the implications. You feel like it's one of the biggest ones of your career. Is there a like a training regimen that you like to stick to for a match like this?
1: Well, um, you know, ever since uh, about. October, you know, I had heard rumors that, you know, a a game changer could be coming to Huntsville. So, you know, um, I fast 18 hours a day, five to six days a week. I go to my gym every morning, uh, Monday through Friday or Tuesday through Saturday, um, and do cardio and lift. And then I do cardio at home on the weekends and, you know, wrestle a schedule either Friday or Saturday. So, uh, you know, just why just try to eat right. I've cut carbs down, just eat clean and uh, I've dropped about 15 pounds and I'm still trying to drop a little bit more so I can be as light and as quick as I can be for this weekend. Um, I was pushing, uh, 150 down from 165 in October. So, you know, just a lot of, a lot of discipline and a lot of dedication to it, man. You know, I just want to, I just want to look, look the part and act the part and be the part.
0: You're probably in your best shape that I've never ever seen you in. the years I've known you, you're probably in a better shape now than ever.
1: Hey, man, you know. Peak peak male performance in the 30s, man.
0: Knocking on 40, baby. Still going strong.
1: That's right. I'm going to be the next Mike Jackson. (laughs) God, I hope.
0: I hope you fill out the ties better than he does. I love Mike Jackson to death, but. He needs some strings in some parts of his. Of his
1: Man, you, you might have a, you might have a bit more butt than he does. I've I,
0: I, I seen that. Yeah. I, I've seen dogs with bigger asses than him. I don't know if that's good you, bad,
1: Mike. Mike's not going to, Mike's not going to
0: listen to this. Okay. I'd be surprised if one of us get a phone call. What's this about? You know, I me mean, not have no ass. I'll come put my ass and whoop yours with my no ass. How about that?
1: Well, Mike is the only promoter that calls me on the phone to book me. So I wouldn't be surprised if I hit, if I see Mike Jackson's phone or a name pop up on my phone.
0: Is that a rotary phone or, or?
1: Well, I think Do it's you... one of those ones where it's one of those ones you crank up and then you talk to the operator.
0: On Andy Griffin. Yes.
1: Yes. Connect me to Cabana Man Dan. One moment, I please.
0: I don't know where to go after that.
1: He's got Peggy, the switchboard operator, down in uh, Tuscaloosa, changing her around.
0: Can that be my pilot, please? (laughs) Oh, that's great. I love it. I love it. Uh, Let's see here. I know you touched on, you know, the match with what Christian you got coming up, but is there anything that you're most looking forward to with this match against him?
1: Well, I just wanna see, you know, I want this is the perfect person to test my test my current limits, man, you know, and and uh push me to that, you know, the limit, you know. Uh with his aggression lately and his confidence, you know, I'm I've got my aggression and confidence too, and, you know. It's just let's just see who the alpha male is on Saturday.
0: Well, I know the answer to that, but we're gonna let everybody else find out for themselves when they that's go to right. The watch
1: it on Fight Fight Plus. That's right. That's right. Amen.
0: So, you know, GCW has actually been on a on a huge incline in the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're gonna be in Canada, they're gonna be in California, they're here in there, here in Alabama, they're gonna be in New Jersey in the next week or two. So they're they're on the rise.
1: Japan, Mexico, man. I mean, if we're not counting like a national professional wrestling company. I mean they're the they're the top independent promotion in the world. That's they are a global company. So that that's huge. That's huge for them. And that's a lot of that's a lot of hustle, man. It really is.
0: Well do you think there's something special that they're doing that maybe other other promotions are missing out on?
1: Well yeah, I mean the the niche the the riches are in niches and you know they're the they're the masters of the deathmatch wrestling uh scene, you know They've, you know, they've got Nick Gage, but I mean, they're not just death matches. I mean, they'll have like Jonathan Gresham. They've got Blake Christian, Tony Depp, and, uh, they've got super entertaining wrestlers with, uh, Bussy with, uh, Effie and, and Allie Catch. So can love if, it, if, dude. The, if you're, an, if you're an adult wrestling fan that's tired of like WWE or maybe AEW isn't quite doing it for you yet, GCW is probably the place where a lot of people turn up at. Dude,
0: I watched Effie. Uh, it was last year, year before in Chicago. It was Effie and Jake Atlas, and they beat the holy hell out of each other. Oh yeah, we so were we at that match. show
1: together. Yeah, I saw you there.
0: That's right, cause I, that's right, that's right, that's right. Because that was uh, when your your buddy, Mister Mister Mr., Mr. Prime was there, and I think he got beat again. But we were not sure him. Yeah,
1: well, he didn't win that match, so <laughs> I, I I don't know who won, I don't remember who won it, but I knew it wasn't him.
0: And I, I tell you what, you know, they, there's their women's matches. I've seen a couple of their women's matches. They go all out. They beat the holy shit out of each other, man.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll see that. We'll see that in the flesh, you know, two days in a row. I mean, we got Billy Starks versus uh, Sawyer Rick on sen- Saturday. And just announced today, um, we've got uh, Billy Starks versus uh, Kenzie Page uh, on Sunday. So that's going to be dope. We didn't know that yesterday. So that's, that's at least something else new.
0: Is is Kenzie Page still the new South champion?
1: Until I get a hold of her. That's right. Or if uh, Billy uh, beats her,
0: you used to a Royal Rumble or something for them, didn't you?
1: Yeah, I just I just won the Winter Wars Rumble, but you know she also decided to put the title on the line against Billy, so it could be me versus Billy Starks a weekend. So, you know, I would much prefer to beat Kenzie Page, but I I, I would love to wrestle Billy Starks. I want the new South championship belt back. I don't care who has it.
0: Yeah, because you're what, two time, three time champion?
1: Two times. I want to get up for that historic three and join Derek Neal.
0: Oh, yeah. Another, another badass, amazing guy, dude.
1: Badass motherfucker right there.
0: Now, I can't believe he ain't nowhere big yet. Okay. Um, shoot fire. let Let's see. Yeah. Uh, I believe I saw the GCW stuff. Um, I got a couple more as far as. Cabana man, Dan, the, the person, the wrestler. Okay. Um, Let's see here. So let's go to RJ. T- he, okay. RJ does a podcast for Riffing It Up with Brian Hebner and Jimmy Corderas. Um, amazing podcast. Cool. He helps us out a lot, shout him out a lot. So that's a damn good podcast to listen to if you got time. He has special okay. guests on. He just did Al Snow. He just had, uh I think he had Nick Aldis on here recently. He's getting some big-name guys on his show, so it's definitely Sweet. something good to listen to. Cool. But uh he wants to know, who is one wrestler that made you work more than anyone else in the ring, or maybe even outside the ring, in preparation for a match? Not necessarily having to be, like, a, your best or your favorite match, but just who's just one guy that just made you work harder than anybody in the ring?
1: I would say Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, man. Um, uh, Obviously, I get a lot of comparisons to him, especially when I'm clean-shaven and have, like, a little bit longer hair or shorter hair than I have now, actually. But uh, the comparisons are there. So, you know, I started studying his matches, and um, he makes me work harder as far as, like, man, I want to fight like this dude. I want to look like Ricky Steamboat. And I took a seminar from him several years ago now, but – how you put your matches together, how you fight back, how you express your pain to the crowd—I mean, it was a masterclass in being a good guy, and how to channel channel that, and staying alive, and don't dine on your opponent and stuff like that, and just how to how how to, how to fight back, you know? And, and and Ricky Steamboat's performances in the ring—there's nothing you can really poke holes through. Like he he brings you in. Like everything he does is believable. So. Yeah.
0: I mean, you got to think though, some uh, hall of famer, if you're in the ring with somebody like that, you're going to bring your A plus AA game. That's right. Because you know what they've done in their, in their history. So you want to, you want to do your absolute best. That's right. If you're going to learn from anybody, that, that'd be who I'm going to learn from.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, that makes you work hard mentally, physically and emotionally. It it takes all three of those to really, you know, bring your best out in a professional wrestling match. So, uh, for sure.
0: well, since we're talking about Ricky Steamboat, is is he maybe one of your favorite wrestlers growing up? Or if not him, then who was one of your favorite wrestlers growing up?
1: Well, he, you know, I didn't discover Ricky Steamboat off the bat, which I'm sure I watched, you know, matches of his uh, when I was younger. But um the first main event that I remember was when I was like five years old, renting a Coliseum home video of WrestleMania six and watching Hulk Hogan versus uh, Ultimate Warrior. I loved the big, larger in life muscle-bound, oily badasses like Hulk Hogan, uh, Ultimate Warrior, uh, Brutus the Barber Beefcake, and later on, like, guys like Tatanka, man, just just these big characters, big, strong dudes, just throwing people around, fighting back. Uh, it was just something that, I, you know, I gravitated towards, and I was like, man, that, that's pretty, that's pretty freaking awesome. These are professional wrestlers right here.
0: Man, I remember WrestleMania 6 like it was yesterday. I mean, title versus title, winner take all. Oh yeah, well, I mean the compli- I thought,
1: The implications were huge in that match.
0: Well, you know Hogan is beating anybody and everybody, so you know you're sitting there watching. Oh, Hogan's got this. Swerve, bro. as all to a warrior taking both titles home.
1: And, oh yeah, guess, for more money. Oops. So, Oops.
0: I'm just kidding. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he wasn't that arrogant back then. But. Yeah. I mean, as a kid, though, you don't care about that crap. You know, you, yeah, say, the
1: less we know, the better, the less we know about these people, the better.
0: Yeah, I know. You, you couldn't, you couldn't match his intensity, man. No, no. I mean, well, unless you're strutting and cutting, you know, you can't forget <laughs> about, you can't forget about Brutus, the freaking barber beefcake.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, uh, let's see yeah. Uh, I got a couple more. If you got a couple more minutes, brother.
1: Okay. One minute each. I'm just kidding.
0: Well, maybe a couple of these won't even take that long.
1: Okay.
0: If I could go one minute, I'd be happy. But that's another podcast. Um. So if if you could actually tag team with, with one man, uh, you know, other other than yours truly, if you could actually pick a tag team partner, you know, from any any time, you know, past, present, future, who could who would that person be? Like, who would be that one that one person? Any time in history that you could tag team with.
1: Well, is it for the longest time? You know, I've always had like a bucket list tag team partner. And, uh, back in 2019, it actually came true and that was Shark Boy. Um, Shark Boy was one of my favorite wrestlers, um, in the independent scene for ages. I think he was criminally underutilized. I thought that's like a million dollar gimmick. It could have been just national global stage, but. You know, I discovered Shark Boy on the, uh, MTV's True Life Independent Wrestling. And that's when I fell in love with independent wrestling. I was like, what is this? So when I was staying the summer, uh, with my parents in New Jersey, um, we saw a flyer. Know. We we saw a flyer with, uh, Shark Boy on it. So it was the Jersey Jacob tournament. He was there and I was such a big fan of, of that, of that and his matches and stuff. And when I got to meet him, he was really cool and, you know, we had an opportunity to to have him come to New South and uh tag us up. So, you know, it was a bucket list. Uh, it was a bucket list uh, tag team partner that actually got to happen. So, other than that, I'd probably say Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. I'll, I'll be Jay Youngblood for a night. That'd be awesome.
0: <laughs> I think anybody would want to be Jay Youngblood with with Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Oh yeah. Uh, so um. You know, we got these legends and everything like Ricky Steamboat, WWE Hall of Famer. Um, have you actually had a chance to be like, like do a tryout, maybe a, maybe a one-off uh, dark match for WWE, AEW, Dark, uh, MLW, anybody like that? Have you got to have had that chance?
1: No, I have not. I mean, I've done extra work for a couple times for WWE, you know, and be on TV and whatnot. Is like, you know little side roles or whatever, but, uh, you know, uh, 2023, uh, I feel pretty good about it this year so far. So anything can happen in the world of wrestling federation, you know, as the saying goes, so, you know, just got to keep, you know, it's all about timing, being in the right place, being in the right inbox at the right time, looking the right part. So all you can do, uh, as an independent wrestler for that next stage is work hard, always be ready and, uh, always bring your gear. So I actually remember
0: one of those extra parts that you got to do. Uh, you got to do a part with Bobby Lashley, right? Yeah.
1: Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush. It was the, it was the night that Bobby Lashley recaptured the Intercontinental title from at the then Dean Ambrose. And, um, I was backstage trying to enjoy a, a water and playing a game on my phone. And, you know, Leo Rush came in and took my water, gave it to Bobby and. I tried to buck up to, uh, Rush and Lashley about damn near killed me, grabbed me by the neck and the scruff and (laughs) drove me very hard into a chair and pressed my skull against the chair. And I thought I was, thought I was going to see Jesus that night. Not even kidding. Like as nice as Bobby Lashley was, uh, before that he, he can be mean and scary and he was very mean and scary there. Like, I don't, he's an like, animal. He wants
0: his own strength, honestly though.
1: Brother, no, man. It was like a catcher's glove made out of concrete, <laughs> pushing to the core of the earth, man. It was it was very uh it was very like Discovery Channel, lion and antelope. <laughs> you
0: know. Well you stand up to Leo Rush and then there's Bobby Lashley. You know, Leo Rush is probably our height, and then there's six foot four Lashley. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, it was like it was like a hyena and a lion attacking me, Come and on, I'm just remember? like a little oh yeah, I was just a little meerkat man, just trying to take a sip of my water.
0: Oh, I can't imagine because once he has his hand on you, you're probably not gonna get away.
1: No, Not unless no. he
0: just wants you to.
1: No, I'm glad I didn't drink the water or I'd have piss myself.
0: <laughs> I almost peed for you. I never seeing him. Oh my god,
1: he's got a family. Damn it. Yeah, I I think I repost that about once a year. So it is a cool thing. It is a good, it is a cool thing despite how scary it was. I'll I'll remember it forever.
0: So you said you're sitting there playing a game, you know, so if I can, you know, kind of transition to games, uh, I hear you might be on a video game.
1: Yes. Yeah, that is correct. Um, the rumors are true. I'll be in the, uh, the game produced by, uh, virtual basement called the Wrestling Code, it's like the most biggest conglomeration of past superstars, legends, independent wrestling, up-and-comers, and just mainstays, man. You know, Kabam Van Dam, Rob Van Dam, Ken Shamrock, Scott Steiner, Luigi Primo. You know, it's, 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 a, it's a big undertaking. So um, I've actually, since we talked, I'll be heading up uh, to New Hampshire in April. To finish up my uh, motion capture work for them. You know, if you checked out some behind the scenes footage on my Instagram, there was me doing the, uh, step through code red, one of my signature moves, the, uh, bonsai pipeline. And then they recently around Thanksgiving, it might have been on Thanksgiving, they posted the, uh, the 3D render of my character and it's pretty lifelike. I mean, I've got way more muscles than what that model has, but the gear is on point. I mean, the gear and the hair and the beard is like perfect
0: if they can't get your your muscle tone right, you might just have to give them
1: the flip-flop chop. I don't know. We, we got to do that. We got to put that in the game, too. They definitely want the flip-flop chop in the game. So if, if we're going to talk about
0: moves, you know, the move set and finishing moves, flip-flop chop is one of the moves you have, but you also kind of touched on your finishing move, so that kind of transitions to my last question right here. Talk about your finishing move, and how did you even come up with the name of it?
1: Well, um, you know, I feel like nothing in wrestling can be invented anymore, but then you just modify things that exist to make them stand out and be different. That was,
0: here, was like, borrow here, oh. borrow there kind
1: of deal. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just uh, step through the middle and top rope, catch a guy with a, uh, you know, a, a, you know, a snap code red. Um, called call it the bonsai pipeline. It was uh, named in Chicara. Uh, bonsai pipeline is, um, is, is like a surfing term for a specific part where the uh, waves are, like, very dangerous. Yeah. It's like a tsunami wave almost, so it's a really fitting name for it. Um, it was uh, named by Mike Quackenbush at Chikara whenever I had debuted there for their final season. So that's one of them. And then another signature move that I finish people off with is the slice bread number two, which that's been my finishing move, you know, ever since me and you. I mean, yep. you might have been the first person I gave it to you. Yep. Yeah, I thought practice. that once or twice. Yep, yep, yep.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> So that, that's just like a perfect move to me. Um You, you can hit it off the turnbuckles. You can do it standing off the ropes. You can do it off the side of the ring apron to the floor if you're crazy enough, off a ladder. It's a very versatile move. It always looks cool, and you can hit it on anybody, whether they're Marco Stunt or they're, uh, you know, someone like Braun Strowman. It don't matter. It don't matter what size. So it's a cool move. And uh and you know the the the, uh, the probably the most well known move is the flip flop chop, and that's literally me chopping you with the flip flop, with all of my weight behind it, and it sounds like a damn gunshot every time. It's it's mm-hmm. devastating, unless you try doing to me. Out, it doesn't bother me. I, I'm immune. But whenever I pass them out, it's 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 like Kryptonite with Superman.
0: Yeah, it's, it's kind of like with Snake and the DDT. When he does DDT, you're out. But if yep. we do it, people pop, pop, pop right back up.
1: Well, I mean, we're not as good as Jake the Snake Roberts.
0: No, yeah. I mean, when he does it, that's it.
1: That's it.
0: So when you do the flip flops off, that's it. They're done.
1: <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> Shout out to Brad for getting your T-shirt, too, by the way. He, he wanted hey. it for a Christmas New Year's gift, and he was, yeah. he was showing it off on the podcast last week.
1: Dude, I appreciate that. I remember seeing – I think he got that, on like, on New Year's Day or New Year's Eve, and I was like, wow, 2023 – Already looking good. Already sold more shirts in 2023 than I did in 2022. Heck yeah, <laughs> we're on the bowl. we're on the scoreboard, baby.
0: Oh man, but I, I believe you're gonna have an amazing 2023 year, brother. I mean, you've had some good ones. I mean, you know, you've been in the top 500 wrestlers, you know, past couple of years. But uh, I think 2023 is gonna be your year year, brother.
1: I think so. I think so. You know, uh, I, I I took a light year last year to. You know, fix some things and get back in shape and refocus myself in 2023 is, uh, it's on like neck bone, man. It's, it's already, it's already insane. I'm already exhausted.
0: Yeah. Cause you, you've got a full, you got a full schedule coming up next month or two, don't you?
1: Oh yeah, man. It's, it's, it's a full, it's a full first quarter of the year almost, man. It's just, you know, the, the demand is there and I'm just trying to meet the demand and, and juggle my life and be a good dad and be a good husband. Be a good wrestler.
0: I believe you got all three of them knocked out, brother.
1: I, I do what I can.
0: So that's all I have as far as you know. Questions, comments, anything I want to ask you. Um, is there anything you got coming up you kind of want to em- emphasize other yeah, than man. GCW?
1: Well, we we talked really, we talked a lot about the GCW uh, take a picture too on Saturday, but on Sunday. In Florence, Alabama at the Singing River Brewery is New South versus GCW. I mean, that's a, that's, a, that's a sneaky, sneaky, uh, stacked card. I mean, you can put it side by side with Saturday and it's like, man, both of these are like next level pay-per-view quality shows. I mean, you got Donnie primetime versus Sawyer Wreck. Like we mentioned earlier, you got Tony Deppin versus the locksmith Brandon Williams. And that's going to be your like, technical showcase of the weekend, man. Um Brandon, Brandon Williams is one of those like low-key, really awesome technical professional wrestlers you don't really hear a lot about, but that dude works hard. He's one of the owners of New South, but you know, it's not like he's the champion. He doesn't book himself in main events or anything like that. Half the time he's just he's he's handing out tickets at the front door. The show starts, he has to run back and get dressed. And he goes out and puts bangers on, man. Hard ass worker. Uh, you got the Carneys. That's like a legendary Southeast, uh, tag team. Carry off on Nick Iggy versus Effie and Allie Catch. That's going to be entertainment and violence personified, like the match. Uh, you've got infrared versus the GCW tag team champions, Lois Mes, Mas- Uh, I, I apologize if I butcher that. I only know Tagalog and English. Spanish is not my. Forte. I
0: I was going to try to mention that match earlier, but I was like, I'll let you butcher it because I didn't feel like I should do that. (laughs) I appreciate you taking that
1: bullet. Oh man. Infrared and and the GCW tag champions, they're both insane people. They're all four of them are just insane wrestlers. They don't care what they do to themselves. They don't care what they do to their opponents. They hit hard. They take hits hard, man. They just, they just throw bombs every time. So I don't think anything, you know, it's championship versus it's champions versus champions. You know, nobody wants to lose a non-title match if they're the champion. So we'll see. We'll see what what team comes out on top. Um, You did mention Hunter Drake versus Blake Christian, if there's anything left of Blake Christian. Hunter Drake's a young wrestler who's really come into his own last year and a half, two years. Mr. Flippy Shit himself. So we'll see what HD Hunter Drake has in store for Blake Christian, man. That's going to be a polar opposite match that I'm going to give him for sure.
0: I've seen Hunter Drake, you know, when I come out to see you, when you're here locally, I've, I've watched Hunter Drake and uh, Locksmith. I've seen him a few times. There, I mean, New South has some great wrestlers. You know, if you ever got time to watch them, definitely.
1: Yeah, I'm- yeah, you can you can check out uh, New South. Their old episodes are on IWTV, but their new their new content comes out for free on Pro Wrestling TV. So if you um, you know if you Google Pro Wrestling TV, it's a free app, free website. You can Check out MLW, New South, and uh, Warrior Wrestling, and documentaries. And there's several Conrad shows on there as well. They're video podcasts. They poured them over to Pro, Re- uh, Pro Wrestling TV as well.
0: Uh, well, I appreciate you putting you know what you got coming up out there. I know you got a lot more dates than that. So anything, oh, any, anytime I can or the group, anytime we can help you promote anything you got coming up, you please yeah. let me know, and we'll, we'll be more than happy to do it. I know the yeah, guy
1: yeah. fans of you. Well, I appreciate that. Um, I mean, if there's anybody like in the Pennsylvania area that's in your listener map, I'll be returning to AXW Wrestling in the historic Hamburg Fieldhouse. Yes, that Hamburg Fieldhouse where Andre the Giant has wrestled, where uh, Roddy Piper smashed the coconut over Jimmy Snuka's head at Piper's Pit. That's oh. the that same venue. It has not changed a bit. I mean, it is old, but it's legendary. And even the lighting rig that's over the ring is built for professional wrestling and was purchased by Vincent Mann Sr. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. So that's what's wild. Uh, it's it's, it's, uh, the brainchild and matchmaker of that show is, uh, Kevin Kelly and Bob Evans. They have great local promoters really pushing the heck out of it. And, um, they just announced, uh, Hikaleo is going to be there for a meet and greet new Japan star. And then, uh, legendary referee Earl Hebner will also be there.
0: I do I mean, hey, quick question. You know, I know it's kind of off script, but if if WWE ever lets a referee in the Hall of Fame, is he one of them? You think deserves to be in the Hall of Fame?
1: I uh, I believe he. Yeah, of course that the both both partners deserve to be in the Hall of Fame for what they've done inside the professional wrestling ring. I mean, I don't know if. You know, wrestling can be petty at times and you know, you look at somebody the wrong way. They don't want to put you in the hall of fame, but you know, never say never in professional wrestling. You know, there's places I said I never go back to and I'm, (laughs) I'm I'm with them now. So there's a a burn bridge, a burn bridge can always be rebuilt if you, if you allow it, if you allow it to be rebuilt.
0: I appreciate your time man. I know we've gone a little bit longer than we expected, but I wanted to, and I appreciate you doing, you know, this exclusive of me because I know you got that big show in GCW Saturday, Sunday. Um, you'll be, like I said, in Huntsville Saturday, January 21st. Show starts at 8 PM at the Bron Braun Center, Huntsville, Alabama. Tickets yep. can be caught or can be bought. You know, you said the first two rows are sold out, so it should be third row and back, general admission. Yep. All uh, right. Tickets are only like 25 bucks. Two.
1: Yeah, dude. Come on. 25 bucks. You
0: can't support wrestling. You know, I mean, it's not going to get much cheaper than that, guys, and you're going to get your money's worth first match, I guarantee them. Um, I agree. Get get your tickets at gcwpicture2.eventbrite.com. You'll see my man Castaway Cabana Man Dan against Blake Christian and some many more matches. Um, Anything else you want to talk about, you know, where they can find you, get your merchandise?
1: Well, uh, I, I know I'll be in action on Sunday as well. Uh, it just has not been announced, so I don't want to spoil it yet because I don't know when this is going to drop. But I will be in action Sunday, five PM in Florence, Alabama. That is um, gcwns.eventbrite.com. That's a. It's not a very. It's a very intimate brewery setting, so I believe it's probably going to sell out because it's, it's 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 small. Let's just be real. So, uh, but no, you can follow me on Twitter at, at Cabana Dan, like you do. Uh, Instagram is cabana man dan. I'm also on Facebook. Just search for that and pro wrestling tees as well. Represent that CMD merch helps me uh every single day. I appreciate it.
0: Get that flip flop chop shirt, guys. I'm telling you.
1: Yeah, and I, you know, hopefully I get, you know, I get some success, get some money rolling in. I'm going to hire some uh, graphic designers, create some new merch, man. It's about time I release some new things. So help me, help you.
0: I know there's the guy that come up with our emblem and our, our music to begin the show. Um, he does a lot of work. He does, he actually does some stuff. I think he just did, um, the free prophets, uh, I think he, he did some of their wardrobe or some of their ring deer back for SummerSlam or one, one big event. So this dude does a lot and he's, he's killer, man. I had to get you in touch with him. I I guarantee you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: DM me the info.
0: J.D. Hoop, baby. Shout out, J.D. Hoop. My brother, I know you got stuff to do, and I appreciate you, you know, spending a little time with me again tonight because uh, we tried this last night, and your boy kind of missed the button, hit the wrong button apparently. So You,
1: you, you just like these virtual dates with me, I think.
0: Dude, I, I love the one-on-ones. I mean, this is really – this is probably my first one I've done one-on-one for the show. Yeah. So I kind of thought nobody better to do it with, man.
1: There you go, man. I mean, we go we go way back since, like, damn middle school, man. So it's always a pleasure to catch up with you, my brother. Backyard and I'll see, wrestling, you, I'll, see, I'll see you Yes, backyard wrestling. And uh, this time, we, you know, from the backyard to the Vaughn Braun Center. Isn't that wild?
0: Yeah, man. I'll be there. I'll be first. I can't remember what seats we got. Frank bought the tickets for us. But we'll be there front and center, and I'll catch you before and after the show also.
1: Thank you, thank you. Uh I look forward to seeing you, all my friends, uh family members coming out to support me and uh you know, Alabama wrestling, man. This is uh, and before we go, I do want to mention that this is like game changer wrestling's like equivalent to Ring of Honor coming down. You know, everybody's like, We want these guys, we want these guys. Well you gotta you gotta show up for them to wanna come back. You know, it, it is a business. If you want if you want game changer wrestling to come back to Alabama, you gotta show up. You gotta watch on pay-per-view. You gotta have a butts and seats. Otherwise it's not gonna, you know, if they, if they don't do well, they don't want to come back. You know, I don't, you know, it's a, it's a lot of costs to get a professional wrestling show. You know, they've got to pay for licenses in Alabama, all this stuff. So it's a it's a lot of overhead. So, you know, we want, we want them to come back. So that means we got to pack it, pack it out both nights.
0: Uh, and, and, you know, we're not asking for a whole lot, you know, tickets. If you're going to be there live, uh, 25 and up, depending on where you want to sit. And I think the pay per view on Five T TV, I think it's like five six bucks, man. You 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 come on now,
1: four ninety
0: nine. Yeah, I mean,
1: come for on the, for the cost for the cost of a cup of coffee from Starbucks, probably less.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm Dunkin' Donuts. I get one for four fifty, so we're right there, right at one cup. My
1: gosh, look at you! You can't hide money.
0: No, but uh, Dunkin' Donuts, dude, it's, uh, you don't even get me started. Twenty twenty
1: three. I'm gonna be a belt collector like like uh, Adam from Bama, except, uh, um. I, I will be able to hang them on my wall. Yeah, you my, I bought
0: mine. You can earn yours. I just bought mine. easy. I
1: didn't. I, I didn't want to say it that way.
0: No, I bought them. Actually, they were actually gifts, so I can't even say I bought them. So how does that sound? <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: gonna come to your house and pin you.
0: Oh, I want to be the first time. <laughs> hey man, I appreciate you, you know, taking time out and talking with me, and look forward to seeing you this weekend, GCW brother.
1: Yes, sir. Have a good night, dude.
0: Uh, appreciate you guys. This is Adam from Bama. Kickout Crew. Shout out to the boys. We're going to get this out so we can get you some, some uh, followers. Get that merch out there for you, brother.
1: Appreciate it.